Let's see, the white zone is for the loading and unloading. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Today I'm at the Odyssey Driving Academy. I'm getting ready to take the test for my driver's license. Hey, would you mind holding it down, please? I'm trying to read this driver's manual. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's all right. It's just that I'm, I'm nervous about taking the test. Oh, well, you know what helps me when I get nervous? What? I listen to music. Yeah? Well, maybe that would help. You got any with you? I thought you'd never ask. just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit, and this is Odyssey. Hey, let's see if this thing works. Okay, so it needs a little more work, but that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. Nice song, but it didn't help me any. Oh, I know. Why don't I ask you some questions from the book? Sort of like a test before the test. It couldn't hurt. Okay, here's one. You're at a four-way stop sign. On the first street is a fire truck. On the second street is an ambulance. On the third is a police car. And on the fourth is a postal truck. All of them got there at the same time, and all of them except the postal truck have their sirens going. Which one should go first? Ask me another one. But what about... Ask me another one. I'm no good with four-way stops. Ask me another one. All right, all right. We'll do something a little easier. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Easy, easy. Uh, okay. Um, what's the first thing you should do when you get in your car? Yeah, yeah, I know this. I know this. It's, uh, uh, look at your map. Nope. Uh, clean your windshield? No. Make sure the radio's on the right station? No, it's buckle your seatbelt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seatbelt, seatbelt. That was my next choice. Right. Listen, you did study this manual, didn't you? What kind of a question is that? Of course I studied it. When? This morning. How long did you study it? What time is it now? That's what I thought. Okay, so maybe I didn't study as much as I should have. I'll do all right. Uh Uh-huh. You sound a lot like Robin. Robin who? Robin Jacobs. See, in today's adventure, she discovers just how vital studying really is. Yeah? Yeah, and we'll start it right after this. My dog has fleas. Ooh, it's Eugene, and Eugene sings. Yes, it's the world's first all-song CD from that boy genius who stars in the exciting series Adventures in Odyssey. My dog has fleas. So take it from me, Carlo Doyle, live and I, Eugene sings. For more information, call 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY or visit witsend.org. Some people have a hard time telling their friends that they're Christians, but not Robin Jacobs. In fact, she even wrote a report about it for a class at school, and she's reading it right now. Let's listen. I knelt with my dad and we prayed. I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart, and I knew right when he came in, because I felt a lot better. In fact, my whole life changed. I knew I was saved and that I would live forever with Jesus, and that's why I'm a Christian. That's all, Mr. Southworth. 
Thank you, Robin. That was very touching. Anyone have any questions for Robin? Go ahead, Oscar. How did your life change when you became a Christian? I mean, what did you do different than you did before? Well, for one thing, I used to use some pretty bad words sometimes. But when I became a Christian, I stopped. And I don't listen to some kinds of music anymore, or watch certain television shows or movies either. But you said you felt a lot better when Jesus came into your heart. I did. Well, how could you feel better if you stopped doing all those things you liked to do before? Because I knew my sins had been forgiven. Huh? When you do bad things, you're sinning. And sin is going to hurt you sooner or later. So, when Jesus Christ died, his blood took away all the sins in my life. And that's why I felt better. Sin didn't have any power over me anymore. Understand? Not really. <laughs> all right. All right, everyone. Now, just calm down. All right. Well, I think it's very commendable of Robin to share something so personal with the class. And I think she's a good example of someone who's trying to live what she believes. Thank you, Mr. Southworth. All right, all right, class. That's it for today. But remember to read chapters four and five from your history books tonight. You mean my report? Yes, I was so nervous. I don't blame you. You'd never catch me talking about stuff like that, especially in front of the whole class. But it went really good. Even Mr. Southworth said something nice. Yeah, everything went good, except for Oscar. Well, you know Oscar. He's always trying to ruin stuff. Oh, no, here he comes. Whew. Am I glad I caught up with you guys. What do you want, Oscar? I want to ask Robin something about her report. What? Why did Jesus have to die? Oh, Oscar. What? Why do you have to make fun of her for? Make fun? Yeah, make fun. That's all you know how to do, isn't it? I'm not making fun of you, Robin. I really liked your report. You did? Honest? Honest. And I really meant all those questions I asked, too. Especially the last one. Oh, yeah. What was it again? Why did Jesus have to die? Oh, well, I told you that in my report. What you said was that when Jesus died, he took away all the sins in your life. Right. But that still doesn't tell me why he had to do it. I mean, couldn't he have taken away all the sins in your life without dying? Yeah, that's something I kind of always wondered about myself. Could he, Robin? Well, uh, no. Why not? Well, uh, because that's not the way it works. Why? Because it just doesn't, that's all. You don't know, do you? Well, no, but I... You don't? But I thought you knew a lot about religion. I do. I just don't think this question has an answer, that's all. Look, one thing you've got to learn about being a Christian is that there are some things you just can't explain. You have to take them by faith. Oh, faith. Hey, I bet Mr. Whitaker would know. Pamela! Well, I bet he would. Yeah, you're right. He's always talking about stuff like this. He'd know. I just told you no one knows. We can ask him, can't we? Yeah, come on, let's go. Well, all right, but don't blame me if he says the same thing I did.
in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Very good, Connie. You know, you're really getting to know the Bible well. Well, nobody's more surprised about it than I am. <laughs> I mean, I hate to study, you know that. But it's like ever since I became a Christian, I just can't get enough of the Word, you know? Oh, yes. It's a wonderful feeling, isn't it, to let God talk to us through the Scripture? Yeah, it is. And especially when you put it like that. I mean, when you stop and think that these are God's words, it just sort of gives you shivers, doesn't it? I know. I know. Well, hi there, kids. Hi, guys. What can I get for you? Well, actually, it's something Mr. Whitaker can get for us. Oh? Yeah. See, we need an answer. <laughs> I'll have to hear the question first. Okay. Why did Jesus have to die? Whoa. <laughs> That's a pretty heavy question. I know. That's why we had to ask Mr. Whitaker. Yeah. See, Robin gave a report in class today on why she's a Christian. And after the report, Oscar had a lot of questions. She said that when Jesus died, his blood washed away all her sins. And so you want to know why Jesus had to die to take away our sins, right? Right. Whew. That's a tough question, all right. I told them that when you're a Christian, there are a lot of things you just have to take by faith, right? Well, yes, Robin. See you guys. But this is not one of them. It isn't? I knew it. So what is the answer, Mr. Whitaker? Well, it's like this. Um, uh, what do you think it is, Connie? Me? They asked you. I know, but, uh, I'd like to hear your answer. I mean, what good's all that knowledge if you don't use it? Oh, yeah, well... Well, I'd say that the first thing you got to understand, Oscar, is that God loves us all very much. In fact, John 3.16 says that God loved the world so much that he gave his only son to die for us. Okay, I got that much. But why did Jesus have to die? Well, because God loves us, he wants us to be with him, both right now and in heaven for all eternity. But we can't because we've sinned. Well, so what if we sinned? Well, sin separates us from God. You mean because we've sinned, we... We can't be with God? That's right. But that's not all. Sin not only separates us from God, but it also condemns us to death. Death? Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. I don't want that to happen. Well, God doesn't want it to happen either. But somebody had to take the punishment for our sins. Jesus? Right. And that's the good part. Romans 5.8 says... But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. See, Oscar, that's why Jesus had to die. He paid the penalty for our sins. He died in our place and rose from the dead so that we could have eternal life with God. Does it answer your question, Oscar? Yeah, I think so. You still look kind of confused. Uh, maybe you two would like to talk about it some more, huh? Maybe. Connie, why don't you take Oscar back to the library? You know, it's quieter there, so you can talk. Uh, are you sure you don't mind? No, 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 not at all. Go ahead. All right. Uh, come on, Oscar. Can I come, too? Sure, come on. 
Well, that was nice, wasn't it, Robin? Yeah, nice. Oh, you don't sound too happy about it. No, I am. It's just that, well, how did Connie do that? I've been going to church all my life. She just became a Christian a couple of months ago. How come she could answer his question and I couldn't? Well, Connie's a little bit older than you are, and sometimes when you're older, well, you're able to explain things better. Yeah, but she knew all those Bible verses and everything. I mean, they were right there. Well, sure. How else are you going to know what to say to people when they ask you about God and Jesus? I don't know. Robin, didn't you use Bible verses when you tried to answer Oscar? Um, no. Why not? I didn't think I needed them. I mean, before when anyone asked me about God, they just kind of took my word for it. Robin. Well, I don't want to be a minister or anything, Mr. Whitaker. I just want to tell people about why I love Jesus. And that's a good thing, but people like Oscar want and need to know more. And that involves a bit of Bible study. Studying, huh? Yes. Connie knew all those verses so well because, well, ever since she became a Christian, she's been studying the Bible for a half hour every morning before she goes to school. Do you do that, too? Well, I read the Bible every day, yes, only uh, I don't do it in the morning. You see, I study a chapter out of the Old Testament and one out of the New Testament every night before I go to bed. Wow. Uh, would you excuse me for just a minute, Robin? I have to get that. I got to go home now anyway, Mr. Whitaker. See ya. Okay, Robin. Bye. Hello, what's in? Two or John three Whitaker hours every speaking. morning. A chapter oh, every night. Oh, Wow, if I gotta do it, I guess I gotta do it. We'll find out what happens to Robin when our adventure in Odyssey continues right after this. Someone is lurking in the night shadows of Wit's End. Someone is performing secret experiments with the Imagination Station. Someone is about to be discovered. It's Eugene! Eugene is back, and you can celebrate the exciting homecoming in an all-new album from Adventures in Odyssey. Look for A Most Surprising Return, now presented in an all-new way, a two-CD set of six new episodes. A Most Surprising Return features this historic return of Eugene Meltzner and exciting stories that take you far into Odyssey's future and far into the past. Plus, all-new fun with Wooten. Don't miss it, A Most Surprising Return. Log on to witsend.com. Or call 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY. If you think history is slow, boring, and just not for you, then you've never seen drive through History with Dave Stutz. When lots were cast for pole position, the chariots would line up, the white cloth would drop, and then anything goes for seven circuits of the circus. Ah, ow, that hurts. Ow, and I just had myself waxed. Much more than a lazy stroll through historical events, Dave drives through ancient Rome at a fast and furious pace with plenty of hilarious detours along the way. Drive through history, Rome if you want to, is a globe-trotting journey through the history of Western civilization that's relevant and totally entertaining at the same time. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. For more information about drive through history, Rome if you want to, the number is 1-800-A-FAMILY or the website is family.org. That's family.org. History. Fast and fun. Learning comes standard. And now the conclusion of today's adventure in Odyssey. 
time in the morning. Oh, yeah, I did. I gotta study the Bible. Now, where did I put it? Ah! Ooh, stupid chair. Ow! Now I see why Mom wants me to clean this place up. Of course, if I turn up some lights, it might help. Ah! Why do they have to make lights so bright? Man! Okay, Genesis 1 word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Robin. Robin. Are you ready to go to school? What's going on here? Robin? Robin. Uh, and God said let there be light and there was light. Oh, light. <laughs> yes, light. Robin, what are you doing? Oh, hi, Mom. I'm just studying the Bible. <laughs> well, that's very nice, dear. Uh, do you realize what time it is? No, what? It's almost 7.30. Oh, 7.30? Oh, I'm late for school. Oh, no, whoa, I gotta do my hair. Oh, calm get down. Back. You'll get Close, there. Oh, Come no, on, now, you get dressed, so and I'll make your breakfast, okay? I'm my stuff done. Okay, okay. So much for Connie's way of studying the Bible. I'm gonna have to try something else. Night, Mom. Night, Dad. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, Robin. Okay, I said my prayers, and I brushed my teeth, and I said goodnight to Mom and Dad. Now I'll get in bed and study the Bible like Mr. Whitaker does. Yeah, I like this already. I think this is going to be a lot better than studying in the morning. And this time, I'm going to start with the New Testament, Matthew 1, 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. To Abraham was born Isaac, and to Isaac... Jacob, and to Jacob, Judah, and his brothers. <sighs> and to Judah were born Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and to Perez was born Hezron. <clears throat> and to Hezron, Ram, and to Ram was born Amindadab, and to a little dab was born. Hi, Robin. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Well, I haven't seen you around for a couple of days, ever since that talk we had about studying the Bible. Please, don't mention that word. Bible? No, study. Oh. <laughs> well, I take it you've been trying it and things aren't going too well, huh? Not just not too well. It's going awful. I don't think I'm cut out for this. Oh, now, what seems to be the problem? I just can't seem to get anywhere with it. I mean... I tried doing what Connie does, you know, getting up early in the morning. Yeah? I fell asleep on my desk and was late for school. Oh. Then I tried reading a chapter before I went to sleep, like you do, and the same thing happened. At least this time I was already in bed. <laughs> I see. Then my teacher, Mr. Southworth, told me that when he was in college, he would put all his lessons on tape and listen to them through headphones, 
while he was sleeping. So I tried that, and you know what I got? What? A pair of broken headphones. I move around a lot when I sleep. <laughs> Studying the Bible isn't working for me, Mr. Whitaker. I think I'll just stick to telling everybody why I'm a Christian. And what happens when a person like Oscar comes along? I'll send him to you or Connie. Well, Connie and I aren't always going to be around, you know. Then I'll just stop telling everybody that I'm a Christian. That way, they won't ask me any questions I don't know. Now, Robin, you know that's not right. I know, but I've tried everything everybody else does, and none of it is working for me. Well, maybe that's your problem. What do you mean? You said you tried what everybody else does. What you need to do is find out what works for you. I don't think anything is going to work for me. Let's face it, Mr. Whitaker. I'm just not cut out to study the Bible. Robin, you like to sing, don't you? Yeah. What's your favorite song? Well, I really like "Beloved." Oh, that is a good one. Now,、uh, how's it go? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John four seven and eight. What was that last verse? Beloved, let us love one another. First John four seven and eight. First John four seven and eight. See, there are two Bible verses you already know. Yeah, but that's because we sing that song in church. Well, just in church? No, I sing it a lot for myself too. How many times did you sing it before you memorized it? I don't know. A lot of times, I guess. Wait a minute. You're not going to tell me that I can learn the whole Bible by singing about it, are you? <laughs> no, but you know it might not be a bad idea to study the Bible the way you learned that song. Huh? Well, you liked Beloved so much, you took the time to learn it by singing it over and over again, didn't you? Yeah. Maybe that's the way your Bible study needs to be. See, take a short section of scripture, say five verses, and read them over and over again every day. You might even make up a song about them. Then, when you know them by heart, move on to the next five and do the same thing. But that's not the way you and Connie do it. No, it isn't. That's my point. You see, Robin, there's no one best way of studying the Bible. Connie and I have discovered the ways that work best for us, and you need to find the way that works best for you. Whether it's doing what I just suggested, or having your parents read with you, or going to a Bible study. The main thing is to keep reading the scriptures every day, and if you do that, God will lead you to the right method and help you understand His Word better than ever. Will that really happen? I guarantee it. Thanks, Mr. Whitaker. I will keep trying. Good girl. Oh, by the way, if you want to join a Bible study, I know of a really good one. Where? Oh, you just follow me. It meets every day about this time right back here. In the library.、Oh, go ahead, take a look. It's Connie and Oscar and Pamela. That's the Bible study. Yep, they've been meeting every day since the last time we talked. You think they'll let me join? Well, why don't you just go in and find out? Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Hi, everybody. Hi, Robin. Can can you use another member? Sure we can. Come on, sit down. Do you have your Bible? Okay, we're sitting.
In 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, the Apostle Paul wrote, Study to show yourself a worker approved by God, who doesn't need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word of truth. That's an important verse to remember. See, what Paul knew, and what Robin learned in today's episode, is that the Bible is the way the Lord tells us about himself, and how he wants us to live. And that's why Bible study is so important, because we can't really tell people about God until we know what he said about himself. Well, that's today's adventure. What'd you think? I'd love to hear from you about it. Our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. A Worker Approved was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.